Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors, and I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success in real estate and follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Followup Boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial twice the length of the normal trial for a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Don't let fear guide you. I think success lies on the other side of fear. So just know that you're capable of doing anything that you set your mind to just take action. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Ash Patel and I'm with today's guest, Alessandra Thompson. Alessandra is joining us from Nashville, Tennessee. She began her journey into real estate syndications after moving across the country Alessandra now has two properties under management, and she handles day-to-day asset management and operations. Alessandra, thank you for joining us, and how are you today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing really well. I'm happy to be here. Excited to just be on the show. It's our pleasure. Alessandra, before we get started, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, so a little bit about me is that I'm originally from California. 
I started my real estate investing journey probably last March, 2020, a little bit of education a couple of months before I always knew that I wanted to just get into something that would free up my time and where I wanted to live and also just help me out financially. So this is something that I just wanted to really get educated in. I started out by just looking up all the different ways of how I could get out of my W-2 and I wanted to get more passive income. So this is something that just kind of clicked with me in the multifamily world. I was just working in marketing in Los Angeles and it wasn't until COVID that I realized how unhappy I was with just going into an office, especially with the LA traffic. And I was able to just kind of get my life in order of like where I wanted to be. And I fell into multifamily. I found some mentors and people that were doing what I wanted to be doing. And I just kind of got started and moved to Nashville to be in my market. And I'm just super excited to be here. I love the industry. I love the multifamily space. So that's a little bit about me. I've got a lot of questions. First of all, you're in your mid twenties and you had this epiphany that you wanted more free time. You weren't happy with the W2. Do you know how many people I interview in their late thirties, forties, and fifties that had just had that revelation? How did you come to this? And I would imagine a lot of people at that age are just like, all right, I'm going to work. I'm going to grind harder and then I'll retire early or I'll save up enough money and then I'll move on to something else. How did you have this awesome mindset at that young age? I think it's just, I've never been able to sit still in an office and look outside and be like, I want to travel the world and I want to be able to have the opportunity to spend more time with my family and friends. And also my father passed away about four years ago and he was working until the day that he passed. And that just really struck a chord in me that that was something that I could not do. I wasn't able to spend enough time with him. I wasn't able to just be able to go on a trip with my family and friends or go out to somewhere because it was always just about work. And I think that life is meant for more than that. I think that there's just boundaries that need to be had. So I wanted to just be able to free up my time and be able to do the things that I want to do when I want to do them. And that's a lot of where it came from. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. And thank you for sharing that. So you had that in the back of your mind. How did you bring yourself to take the action of leaving your job and pursuing real estate and moving to Nashville? Now you said Nashville was my market. Did you have the property first? Or did you move to Nashville just because Nashville's awesome? That's a really long story, but I'll get into the nitty gritty. So I was living in Los Angeles and then COVID happened and I didn't see anyone for three months. I was just like, I'm just going to get my life together a little bit. And then my brother was living in Florida. He was doing door-to-door sales. And I just went, I I haven't seen anyone. Florida seems like the, the right place to go just to visit. And so I went and visited. I stayed there for the entire summer. I started doing door-to-door sales with him. I made a good amount of money doing that while working my marketing job at the same time. So I knew that I'd always wanted to get into real estate. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to put this money to use. I'm going to buy maybe a duplex and rent out one side. And then I just didn't seem like it was going to replace my job or my W-2. And so I wanted to think outside of the box of like, how can I scale bigger? So that's when I started falling into multifamily. I got on Clubhouse when it first started. It was an interesting space because I was just asking any question I wanted on the platform and just meeting different people, getting on phone calls, asking all the questions that I could, just jumping on the phone with people. And my mentor now, the people that I work with, they 
were in the space and I just jumped on a call with her and she said, that's awesome that you want to get in the industry. If you're ever in Nashville, let us know. We'll grab a cup of coffee. So I was just jumping around from states to states. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Nashville tomorrow. And I packed my stuff up and I just moved to Nashville. I've never been here before. I thought I was coming into old country, but it's actually very different than that. And I showed up and I was like, hey, I'm here for coffee. And I was still working my marketing job. So I had that security on the back end. So I just told myself, take that risk, take that action, see if there's any value that I can provide for these people. And they happen to have an open position and they gave me the opportunity to start working with them. And so I quit my W2 job and jumped straight into multifamily. And I think through experience, I've been able to just grow a lot quicker and educate myself a lot faster by being like that boots on the ground. And I took action because if I didn't, then I would be in the exact same position that I was before. And I think that in my mind, I was just like, well, the worst that can happen is that I move home. So I might as well just go test it out. I had a really great time driving across the country. So it was a win for me and it has been working out. So I'm just really grateful and excited. (laughs) I love your story. So what did you end up buying first? We went in on a property in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was a 36 unit and that was last July. And there was a lot to be done. It was a 1935 build and we just went straight in, replaced property management. We ran into some issues and delays with closing just because with the HUD statements. And then we also found there was a huge groundwater stream running under the property. So we had a big mold issue that just delayed closing a lot, but I'm actually going there tomorrow. I'm going to drive there and take a look at it. So I'll post it, but yeah. So that was the first property that I closed on. It's Hold on. Whoa, whoa. We're yeah. diving yeah. in. We're oh, diving oh, into oh, some yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm very curious. So when you say we, this is you and the person you had coffee with. Yeah. So we're partners. Okay. There's a story there that I need to hear. You had <laughs> coffee and then you became partners. How did that happen? I was able to come in and work with them as their underwriter and just doing day-to-day stuff. And now I've grown because I didn't know anything when I first started. So they didn't have to give me that opportunity, but they saw the hard work and determination. And so I was able to just kind of start small, just doing basic things. And then I started to just keep educating myself, really look through how the process worked. And now I'm working in asset management and going out to contractors, speaking to contractors, property managers, underwriting the deals still. And so I'm doing a lot of work on that end. And so I was able to just kind of partner with them on the property. We got it through our lender relationship. He actually lived in the area in Little Rock, Arkansas. So he thought it was like a really good opportunity. And it was on the MLS. It was a 36 unit. And so no one's going to go on the MLS to buy their house and be like, I'm going to buy this 36 unit to be my resident. So we were able to just kind of go in there, get the financials. And it's a great little deal. It's right off the main street of downtown. And so that's just been so exciting to see. It had a lot of different challenges to it. So I was able to just kind of grasp how to deal with them. And I think that's the way that I've learned the most is just through experience. So that started from coffee. (laughs) Yeah. To answer your question. (laughs) Were they blown away that they said, if you're ever in town and next day, here you are. Yeah. So it's a funny story to always tell. And, but I think it all just comes with taking that action and just showing up. And even if you don't know what to do, just take that next step, because that's, what's just going to propel you into the next step and the next step. And I wasn't very educated in it. And so 
it just takes time, but they were blown away. (laughs) I would be as well. That's incredible. I was going to ask you a question and you just answered it. The question was, what advice would you give somebody that's in their twenties? Even I don't think age matters, but somebody that's in a W2 job, hates it, realizes they're sacrificing all of their time. It's not where they want to be. And what you just said, I think is the answer. Just take the next step, whatever step it is, take a step, take a step. Even if that means reading a book about it. And I think that just like meeting people that are doing what you want to be doing, getting on the phone with people, going to meetups, having conversation or attending certain webinars, it's all going to be helpful because you're just going to build upon that. It's always going to take the next step. There's a lot of fear that's involved. And I think that's what people are afraid of is just getting out of their comfort zone. And I've been uncomfortable for the last year, but I know that every time that I conquer the next step, I can look back and be like, well, I did this. So why can't I do the next one? So I think it just comes with, okay, where am I going to direct my energy to and what's going to get me to the next level? And it just all begins with believing in yourself, but also just taking that action and not letting fear guide you. I'm sorry. I'm blown away. You have an incredible outlook, a great mindset. So back to the Nashville deal, you also mentioned you found it on the MLS and it's something I tell our best ever listeners often is look for mismarketed or mismanaged deals. And the MLS is a great spot to look because a lot of people are looking to brokers. I have broker relationships. I look for off-market deals. While all of that is great, we're missing the low-hanging fruit. That new or inexperienced residential realtor that lists a multifamily or commercial property on the MLS. There's a ton of that out there. So I'm glad you brought that up as well. You ran into a lot of issues there. What was your role in resolving the mold issues, the HUD issues? Yeah, so that was just speaking with our lender and speaking with the previous sellers of just like, how are we going to handle this mold issue? But it took a lot of just back and forth with the groups. And then my role, I think, came mostly with the property management. I was just helping the transition of property management groups of like, and the due diligence phases of like, how are we going to switch over the utilities or collect the balances and just working between those groups. And we actually ran through the property management group that we hired. Secondly, they were not doing the job that they said they were doing. And so we had to like pick up a lot of work. And so I was on the phone with contractors. I even posted Facebook marketplace posts to like get people into the unit. So it was great to just kind of experience a day-to-day life looks like for a property manager. And it's a lot of work, but it's just been helpful for me to learn, but really just a lot of communication and the due diligence of just switching over companies. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. What's holding you back from getting into apartment building deals? Is it knowledge, fear, inability to take action, lack of support? If it's any of these things, then I suggest you consider Deal Maker Mentoring with Michael Blanc. Michael's program is the most effective program to help you syndicate your first apartment building deal. During Deal Maker Mentoring, you'll work directly with one of Michael's experienced mentors who have successfully replaced their income with apartment buildings. They've already done what you want to do, which is become financially free. So in addition to providing their own syndication experience, they've been trained in Michael's unique Deal Maker Blueprint designed to help you do your first deal and become financially free 
just like them in the next one to three years. To find out more, text the word Joe to 66866. I know Michael's going to get you to where you'd like to be. Again, text the word Joe to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and let's get you started with your own syndication business. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Alessandra, how much handholding have you received or is this just learn as you go? It's learn as I go. So at first, I think the biggest challenge was, okay, the speaking with contractors of like, what is the standard pricing or where are we supposed to be? What's the timeline? I think that I just had to get accustomed to that, but it took a lot of asking a lot of questions and getting a lot of different quotes to compare. And I think it's just been learn as I go. Jason Urusi, the person that I work with, he has a great background in construction. So it's just in his brain. So I could just turn to him and be like, what is this? What is that? And so that's why I think it's so important to partner with people that are just doing what you want to be doing that have that experience. I think that's the best strategy to just get into the place that you want to be because you can just learn as you go from experts and people that are experienced. What's an example of a mistake that you made and what would you have done differently? Oh man, I know I've made many mistakes, but I don't know why I can't think of one right now. Think of an embarrassing moment and oh my God moment, or I can't believe I did this. Something that stood out, something crazy. Oh, I can't even think of one, but I know that speaking to contractors, I've probably said some dumb stuff because I just wasn't accustomed to like, wow, does this electrical thing work? But I'm sure I've just sounded silly, but I genuinely cannot think of what I'm really bad when I'm Well, no, that's a good example. (laughs) So what would you have done differently? Because there's a learning curve. You're you're talking to somebody who's been doing this for X number of years, and here you are asking a silly question. Is there something you could have done differently? Yeah. During the due diligence phase, there was one point where I was on the property and or during the inspection and I was on the property with 12 different contractors and three of them getting different bids from everyone that I started to just lose track of like what I was supposed to be doing. And I think that I could have been better at just writing everything down and recording what I was doing, but also it's a space that I wasn't fully understanding yet at the time. So I think just being more educated and having someone that's more of an expert on site would be helpful, but now I can go in there like a breeze, but speak to those contractors. So (laughs) I think it, yeah. So I think it just takes practice, but I'm sure I've said some silly stuff. (laughs) And we all have. So what was your next property? We are doing a 20 unit motel conversion up in North Nashville. We're turning into a short-term rental community, Airbnb. And this one has just been a full project, but it's been really exciting because I can just drive over there. It's like 10 minutes away just to really get down into the nitty gritty of like 
every layer of the process versus the other property that's just in Little Rock. And it's just focusing on that communication with the property management that the business plan is going according to plan, which it wasn't with them at first. So that's why we had to also rehire a new property management company. Now it's going smoothly, but this one we're just handling on our own. And it's just been getting people on site, making sure that the schedule is just completely no holes in it because there's so many people in and out of like, okay, the electrical needs to go here, but we need to make sure this is done first and then the electrical needs to go back again. So I think it's been really fun for me. I know it sounds stressful for a lot of people because we have to make sure we're doing a lot of everything on time, but it's fun for me to just see it happening before my eyes. And how did you guys find this deal? This one was actually through a broker. And it was marketed as a hotel? It was marketed as a motel. Yeah. Okay. And the great idea of turning that into short-term rentals, doesn't Nashville have very strict rules on that? They do. So with zoning, you'd want to just contact the zoning department. But here, because it was already set up as a motel, it was perfect because people are just coming in and out anyways. But there are a lot of issues with the zoning department. And what's your role on this project? I'm doing asset management. So I am always out there just with the contractors. It's a lot of work and just making sure everything's going according to plan, according to budget, speaking with the lenders on draws just out there. Yeah. So asset management sounds simple, but you're doing everything, the renovations, the lease ups, you're going to run the asset once it's up and running as well, right? Yeah. We have a third party short-term rental property management group that's going to come in as soon as the property is ready. But because there's such an overhaul of work right now, it's probably not going to be online until April or May, just because there's so much to be done. And it's been quite a journey. It's exciting because Nashville is such a good market for people coming in and out, especially apparently there's more bachelorette parties here than there are in Las Vegas. <laughs> so I think it'll Nash Vegas. Yeah. So the numbers are great and it's, it's super exciting. I'm excited. <laughs> How many hours a week do you work? A lot. I don't even, I feel like I couldn't tell you because I wake up so early at like four in the morning. So sometimes I'll be emailing at four in the morning or when I get home, I'll be up on my email at 7 PM underwriting a deal. It just doesn't end, but that's okay because I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So the reason I asked that question is I want to contrast that to when you had your W-2 job in that office, in traffic, even though you may have worked less hours back then, the smile on your face now is amazing because you love what you do and it seems it's very fulfilling. So congratulations to you. And again, at a young age, having this stuff figured out, what are you doing to inspire other people? I just want people, especially like there's not a lot of women in the industry. I think that a lot of people just are afraid of getting into something like this because there's a lot to learn. But like we said, it just takes taking the small steps, I think, to inspire other people. I love to set up Calendly links and just have phone calls. I like to help with mentoring others. So I'll just randomly get on a meeting with someone and overlook a deal with them. And they're looking at help them point out what they're missing, how they could improve who they can talk to, what they can just do to be stronger on their underwriting. And then also just getting on panels or podcasts like this. Like, I just want people to know that if they want help, that I'm happy to just be a resource to them. 
I love helping others and I want them to know that they are capable of doing something like this too, because I didn't used to think that I was, but I also just like pushed that out of my mind. I was like, okay, well, why can't I do it? So just letting other people know that it's possible to do what you want to do and make the leap. You are incredible and very inspirational. And I'm glad you're doing that. Where do you see yourself in five years? Like I said, I want to have that geographical freedom. So I would like to travel a lot, but I also would just like to keep scaling my portfolio with multifamily, possibly get into development at some point. I don't know what the future holds, but I think I'm on the right track to just leveling up each year, each year, just trying to get better, but also just spending more time with family and friends. I love traveling. It's my main goal and I love eating at restaurants. So I'll be eating somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Do you get to travel right now? Right now, a lot of U.S. travel. So I've been doing some of that. Like Denver at the conference, that was fun. I'm going to go to New York for my friend's wedding, which will be good. But I haven't been out of the country since before COVID. So that's something that I really want to make sure I'm doing. But I've been very busy right now. So I'll make it work. I'll figure it out. (laughs) Good. And what does your team look like right now? Is it just you and that one partner or is it a giant company? There's three of us. So it's Jason and Peely and they are amazing at what they do. And I'm so grateful to be a part of the the team. So yeah, we're just going to continue scaling and growing as a group and seeing where we're going to go next. Yeah. I am excited for you. Alessandra, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Just get started. I think that just take action. Don't let fear guide you. I think success lies on the other side of fear. So just know that you're capable of doing anything that you set your mind to just take action. Alessandra, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Oh my gosh. They stress me out, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're stressing me out now. All right, listen, let's take a breath and let's get through this. Alessandra, what is the best ever book you recently read? Oh man, I read the Psycho-Cybernetics book is really good to just shifting your mindset of the way that you see yourself. And I think that once you shift the way that you see yourself, then you can shift the way that you act on daily actions. So that's a great book. Everyone should read it. And Alessandra, what's the best ever way you like to give back? Give back? For friends and family, I love cooking a home-cooked meal and sitting down at a table and just being there together and checking in on everyone. That's the way I love to give back to my family and friends. And Alessandra, how can the best ever listeners reach out to you? They can reach out to me at Alessandra at yerusiholdings.com. They can find me on LinkedIn, Alessandra Thompson, send me an email and yeah, that would be great. And your information will be in our show notes as well. Alessandra, it was actually a very good pleasure meeting you at the best ever conference. Glad we got to do this podcast together. And thank you for sharing an inspirational story, moving from California to Nashville, showing up because somebody invited you for coffee, showing up the very next day, and you're on your way to building a great portfolio. Thank you for sharing that inspiration with us and the best ever listeners. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to hearing the episode. And it was so great to meet you at the conference. Thank you again. Best ever listeners. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, please leave us a five-star review. Share the podcast with anyone you think can benefit from it. Follow, subscribe, and have a best ever day.